Greetings and welcome to Dr. Annette West Speaks Podcast. I will be speaking today from the business topic of impactful training. Impactful training. As a business professional and a human resource development subject matter expert, I can tell you that when it comes to training, we have to focus on results-oriented training that is driven by business needs, not just looking at activities, but business results-oriented training. This type of training should help the organization achieve its goals. It should provide the employees with the necessary skills and knowledge that they need so that they can develop and improve in their work performance for the organization. It should also help to assess the readiness of the work environment that will support the learned skills. No need to send someone to training and then not have the needed um, equipment or processes in place where they can apply the training. We call that transfer of training. Are you able to go to training and then come back into your work environment and transfer what you learned into your organization? And also, <clears throat> management must accept the responsibility for a supportive work environment that encourages skill transfer. And the outcome is measurable results that can be tracked. There's a formula that we use in looking at business results. It is learning experience times work environment equals business results. And so business results occur when skills taught in a training program are applied on the job and it yields improved performance from that individual. In order for this to occur, the human resource development professional must provide a well-designed and skillfully delivered training program. This program will help participants learn what they need to do better and perform more effectively in their positions. So there must be a work environment that will reinforce the use of skills taught in the program and hold people accountable for using those skills, but also having someone in place that can coach them because sometimes the skills that people learn in training still have to be built upon when they get back in the organization. So to have someone there can motivate them and press them and encourage them to go forward and, and do better is very important in the process. In training for impact, the human resource professional, as the project begins, they must create a partnership with the key line managers associated with the training project. So this would be the, 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 the leaders, the, the supervisors, the managers that these employees are directly connected to. This should ensure that both the learning experience and the work environment size of the results in equation will be operative. 
the human resource professional must directly influence and control the learning experience. And then the key line managers, the managers, the supervisors, they must ensure that they influence and control the work environment. And training for impact looks for business results and it should occur because, in the, because of the increased skills and knowledge that the employees have gotten and they're bringing it back, there should be an increase in productivity. There should be an increase in more and better outcomes towards the goals and objectives that have been established. And so to ensure that the business need can be met and that the skills and knowledge being delivered can be transferred to the job, some assessment on the front end of training delivery is a must. And so when we look at training for impact or the impact of training, such assessment efforts are mandatory. It's not optional. It is mandatory. You want to have an idea of what you want before training is given to employees. And so here is where the human resource development professional determines requirements for the specific skills, the specific knowledge that are needed, as well as whether the work environment of the potential employees learning will support such skills and knowledge. As I said, no reason to send someone to training or have someone sit under someone for training, and then they cannot come back into the organization and apply what they have learned. And so when all is said and done, the human resource development professional must deliver on the need to improve skills and help the company move forward and grow by ensuring that the work environment will support the new skills that employees have received. And so when we look at the training impact, I really wanted to share with you on today some points, some steps that really need to be focused on towards this success. And so the first step really is to identify what the business need is. Is the need based on a request that came forward? Is the need based on an issue? Is it a potential um problem that exists has something been revealed and now it needs to be addressed and the only way it can be addressed is through training so once the need is revealed if training is to be linked to business needs then the association from those items must be made early in the process some business needs are problems they are focused maybe on the past things that were done in the past that could be done better. The reason is a concern is because someone has addressed it or people within the organization have addressed it. And so business needs are actually opportunities to help the organization look towards the future to be better and to do better. Maybe there's a new product or service that needs to be launched. Identifying the business need. How will we go about that? What training is necessary for that? 
The second step would be to identify and to form a collaborative relationship with the client. And so really for the training effort to be successful and to have the, the needed results, both the learning experience and the work environment must be examined and managed in a way that will produce the desired outcomes. Remember the HRD, and I said this before, the human resource development professionals, they are responsible for and can control only the learning experience. There's only one part of that that HRD, human resource development, can and is responsible for. So a partnership with a client who has a responsibility for the work environment is going to be necessary. And the client is usually, usually the individual who has the power to make decisions about the work environment. They have something to gain or to lose from the success or the failure of a training or effort that is directed toward a business problem or an opportunity. And it has um, and it's a need uh, to be actively involved in the project. So the business partner who is close to what is going on, they have to be mindful. They have to be focused. They have to realize that they have the opportunity to help it to be a success or a failure with how they handle things. The third step is conduct an initial project meeting. I know that sometimes we could say, oh, another meeting. But sometimes these meetings are very necessary because this is really a pivotal point, a pivotal step in any training project that is being established. In the meeting, the human resource development pro professional would influence the client manager to see the benefits of not conducting a training course immediately. Maybe training is necessary, but maybe you need to wait a little bit, or maybe this is the time, but maybe these are the criteria um, that needs to be included in it. That is the responsibility of HRD. So in the meeting, <clears throat> excuse me, HRD professionals begin to raise the client manager's awareness that training by itself, this is what we have to know, training by itself will not meet a business need. It is the partnership of training with management that will provide the desired results. And so when the meeting concludes, the training project in question will be either firmly on the road to an impact or headed toward an inactivity approach. The fourth step is conducting a performance effectiveness assessment. So once you and your client have determined which business need is driving the request for this training, it then becomes important to complete some assessments. These need to occur on the front end of the training. And so it's not about whether it should be done, but rather what specific information is required for any particular project. What skills and knowledge are required for people to perform successfully? What should operational results indicate? How do typical performers demonstrate the desired skills or knowledge? What do the operational indicators report as being true now? What are the greatest skills or knowledge deficiencies that currently exist? So information must be collected from a variety of sources, um, from clients, from 
potential participants in a training program, management of, of those participants, or any other interested parties. This could be co-workers, it could be customers, it could be suppliers. And sometimes you can't rush the process because sometimes information can be collected um, swiftly in a few days, but other times it could take uh, weeks. How is that, inter that information um, attained? Sometimes it's through interviews. Sometimes it's through questionnaires. Sometimes it's through review of documents that already exist. Sometimes it's uh, through observations of employees. But the ultimate goal of assessment is to differentiate as specifically as possible the desired state from what is actually occurring. So you're looking at the now, but you're looking to the future. We are here, but the future says what we want to attain. The in-between is the goal setting as to how do we get there. And so step five of this training for impact would be to conduct a cause analysis. So we've identified that there's a gap in performance or we would not want to consider doing training. But it is important to determine what the gaps are. Other than employees not knowing how, what could be the reason, think about it, for the lack of desired performance? It could be lack of clear incentive. It could be um, no accountability. It could be um, lack of authority. It could be not enough time to accomplish. It could be the equipment isn't performing correctly. So these are things that we have to look at in conducting a cause analysis. If you think about it many times, and if organizations are not careful, they may throw training at a problem only to find out that after the fact, the, the training problem still exists. So they went to training, they gave the training, they expended resources for the training, but now that employees are back and working, the problem still exists. So something to really take into consideration. Even if it's a lack of skills that need to be addressed, training alone cannot meet the business need <clears throat> because you will still have complaint calls. You will still have errors that are un unnecessary, but because the right training was not put in place, those issues would still exists. And so management would need to set up a new accountability system, one that will reward the handling of complaints as well as the number of orders taken maybe um, in, a, in a situation. So management, they have the help of human resource development, but management has to be um, watchful. I like to say um, MBWA, management by walking around. They need to walk around. They need to assess. They need to um, engage. They need to know what's going on. And then they can hold the employees accountable. The six and um, seven steps really are to, tab to tabulate, interpret, and to re report the results to the client. And in most cases, the client would be management. Um, it would be the um, department heads. It may be the vice president, uh, maybe the, the president. 
but always it's going to be that line supervisor and likely their supervisor. And so this would be the opportunity after this research has been done to provide management with the results of the assessment efforts. And it should be prepared in such a way that it would encourage management to take the necessary uh, action. Because too often results from assessments efforts are reported in a manner that tells management what the results were and what actions should be taken, but not what the expected and anticipated outcomes will be. And so information should be provided for joint interpretation and action should also be jointly identified. And this is where the partnership of the human resource development and management really begins to um, solidify and really pay off for the company. Step eight would be to design the reaction and learning evaluation system. And there are two ways to evaluate the actual learning experience. By obtaining information from participants about what they thought of the program, which is a reaction evaluation, and by determining the degree to which people have learned the skills and knowledge presented in the program, which is a learning evaluation. So we have reaction and learning evaluation. Oftentimes, after training has been done, uh, the people who take the training are given what? End of course questionnaires. Those results, results, those outcomes, those thoughts that are shared can then be put, pulled together into a, a strong report that can be shared. But it is important that the evaluation, the questionnaire is developed in such a way that participants want to answer, that the questions make sense to them. Sometimes organizations have um, tests, they have online tests that um, employees can take to show they, that they've learned the skills and knowledge presented in the program. But in either evaluation case, whether it's for reactions or for learning, the planning and designing of the evaluation should occur before the delivery of the training evalu program. I think that these steps can be most beneficial for an organization that is really trying to ensure that the training that they are giving is going to be impactful for the organization, that the needed and anticipated um, business results will come forward. Remember I said the formula is learning experience times work experience equals business results. Then there also step nine is design tracking system, behavioral, non-behavioral and observe uh, operational results to determine what training programs will be offered to employees is to identify only the a training activity that will occur. But we also must have a clear view of the outcomes that we expect from that activity. And outcomes are generally of three types, behavior or skills that people dis demonstrate on the job, 
non-observable results such as increased analytical ability in problem solving or desired changes in attitudes or values and improved operational indicators. Step 11 is to collect it, to tabulate it, and to interpret evaluation and tracking data. If the HRD, human resource development professionals, are to measure results from training, the process begins with the collection of baseline pre-training information. With what frequency are learners using the desired skills or behavior? Before the training starts, what is the frequency of use some weeks or months after the training has been completed? Have the values or the attitudes of participants, particip participants shifted in a desired direction? Are problems being resolved with more efficiency and effectiveness? These are the types of questions that need to be addressed in a tracking system. And the final step 12 is report to the client. In this final step of the training for impact approach results from all evaluation efforts are reported of particular importance to clients are results from tracking studies again a process is used that involves the client in determining what the results mean and what actions if any are required clients are usually very satisfied with the results of this type of process Training for impact, it can seem very overwhelming, but it does make sense. It does come together and it does help to build the necessary business results that are needed. Without the correct business results from processes in place, the organization does not develop and grow the way that it needs to. The employees do not develop and grow the way that they need to. So I just wanted to share today a little bit on that topic, <clears throat> excuse me, training for impact. I wanna thank you for tuning in. Remember to friend me on Facebook at Annette West and check out my website, DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org. Until we meet next time, Dr. Annette West, signing out.